day, listeners. We're going to full metal movie reviews. This week, we got a full metal flashback in our part two Star Wars saga review. Um, joining me in this round table, I've got two of my most esteemed colleagues and learned gentlemen there is, um, both from Sydney, Dave and Chance. How are you both? Yeah, good, mate. G'day, mate. And uh, you're getting ant for Star Wars. It's a couple of weeks away. Getting excited? Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Amped. How much did it just creep up on you? Uh, no, nah, I've been waiting this one out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really want this two week. I want this two weeks to hurry that up so I can just get to it. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice, man. Like work's been that hectic, thankfully, and I haven't been hunting down trailers and shit like that either. Yeah, so when you yeah, guys were telling, it's like fucking next week. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah no shit. November right up. Definitely disappeared. Yeah, November. I nobody ever remembers November. It's always that's the quickest month for me. November. All right, yeah, but we're not, we're not. We're not here <laughs> to talk the about November November rain the November rain calendar. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about yeah. Star what Wars. Would I give February the shortest month? But anyway, Star Wars. Here we go. So our first Star Wars flashback was about the prequel trilogy, and we none of us were a fan of those. This this time out, we're talking about the original saga movies. So 1977's A New Hope. 1980s, The Empire Strikes Back, and 1983's Return of the Jedi. Instead of going maybe movie by movie, I think we'll just have a, maybe like a round table with some very broad stroke questions. So uh, to kick this off, Dave, what's, what was your first introduction with the saga? My first introduction to Star Wars uh, was with Episode 4, and I was an absolute kid, and it was... People today probably don't appreciate how expensive television and VCRs and that shit was in Australia back in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and I remember the first time, uh, and Sam, you probably wouldn't remember this at all, but when we got a VCR and mum rented a video, and I reckon it was actually Star Wars was the first video I ever saw. So I was really young, absolute junior burger, and I love the shit out of that movie. Star Wars Episode Four ran nonstop off of our VCR. Just uh, constantly. Just, just, just if I could jump in, how much do you reckon uh, VCRs cost in in the eighties in Australia? How much do you reckon? Let's play a bit of. Let's play a bit of. What's that? Not Wheel of Fortune. What's that? On Price is Right. Well, I don't know what you got that figure right there. Yeah, I do. You, you actually Wikipedia that? Yeah. <laughs> how do you have yeah. that figure? Uh, are we are we doing the uh, the Sony four track full stereo or is this just the off the shelf. Uh, good question. Um, let's just—I don't have the information, but let's maybe just go with I don't know generic, off the shelf. Is, it, is this adjusted? Average is this adjusted for inflation. Mm. We've had some pretty strong inflationary periods. Let's talk. Let's talk nineteen eighty dollars, and then we'll <laughs> convert it to rule. All right, we'll talk nineteen eighty dollars. I thought one nineteen eighty dollar bought you like twelve Big Macs and half a Ford Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, potentially, potentially. Close. All right, oh, I, I got no idea, man. Oh no, idea. What, like a hundred dollars? I reckon. I reckon you'd be looking like if you. So, Dave, your folks would have bought your VCR very late eighties, right? Or probably super late, 90s. super late eighties, yeah, man. Right? Because I okay. So I, I was. I would have been like seven or eight when I saw this movie. Yeah. Maybe eight years old because yeah. it was just before. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was probably about eight years old. All yeah. right, let's say nineteen ninety, right? I yeah. reckon easily three hundred fifty bucks. Ooh, okay. If we're going that late, I had I had the eighties, so I had <laughs> I had uh, thirteen hundred, but that was in the eighties. So. <laughs> 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 
Technically, Chansey, you're closer than Dave. So, Chansey win. Price is right. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, Dave. Jump. Keep continue with your story. Uh, well, that, that was a lot of money back then. I mean, obviously, today, we blow that on a couple glasses of whiskey. But, yeah, back then, yeah. Yeah. it was a fair bit of coin. But the point is, is that didn't have a VCR. Had one. First video experience. Um, and, actually, as a side note, the second most watched video on that VCR was actually Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> So Ooh, don't ask why our parents allowed me to watch that movie nonstop. I, I don't know. But the uh, Star Wars Episode 4, I could actually recite parts of that movie. And mum got scared that I was watching it way too much. <laughs> because yeah, I could do word <laughs> for word and actually landed the timing. Um, yeah, it explains a lot. But it's a great fucking movie. I loved it. Another so question. Was, that was my first experience. That was what, um, yeah. It sounds like a great experience. He had a great time. What? Who would win, David Lopan or Darth Vader if they had a fight? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough, man. Because Lopan, like Spirit Lopan? Yeah, Spirit Lopan. No, spirit, not yeah, spirit, Lopan. Nah, but as in, because Spirit Lopan or successfully consuming the Green Eyes Bird Lopan, which we never really got to see. So I guess, yeah, we has to be Spirit Lopan. Yeah, I, Lopan I actually, in the movie. Yeah, so I think Spirit Lopan actually would would actually Ooh. have it over Vader. You guys but, are on drugs. No, nah, Vader would get him, I reckon. How is that even possible? Yeah. Vader would get him. Wait, Spirit Lopan had mad capabilities, man. Like, he's a, when you compare Vader, right? Who, yeah. And I think, Sam, I can't remember if you... Uh, if this was a point that we discussed. Spoiler, we actually already did this and it got corrupted, so we're redoing this. So I can't tell if we've already spoken about stop, stuff or stop not. Stop pulling back the curtain, Dave. Nobody needs to hear about it. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Or to also but, pull back the curtain, this is sounding a lot worse than the first one. So uh... <laughs> no, no, but I just think like, yeah, so Vader, and we talk about it in Star Wars about the, the, like whether or not we thought it was directed at kids and things like that. And you made the point about the blood and all that. But when you look at Vader in four, five and six, he was a super imposing bad guy. Mm. Um, because of his size, the costume, mm. and the illusion of power, right? As in, it was always insinuated that he could fuck shit up, but you never really got to see it. Whereas I think Lopan, his powers were a bit more, you know, you actually got to see some, some shit from Lopan. Anyway, that's a massive side story. But moving back, um, yeah, I thought number four was awesome as a kid. Well, Space, okay. whoa, 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 slow the carbon farm. I'm not prepared to get off this topic. Chance, <laughs> Darth Vader, right? All the way. Yeah, I mean... He's got the mad choke. The mad choke and the red saber. It's over. Yeah, but if, if he's a spirit, there's no... Well, I uh, guess the force is sort of, you know, physical yeah, non-physical. So. If he's a spirit, uh, how can you choke a spirit? No shit. Yeah, because it's it, force is still non-physical, so... He's Lopan. It's it's just David Lopan. Come on, man. Like, didn't think about that. Yeah, you know what? Now, now, now that I'm because because I, unlike Dave, didn't watch um, Big Trouble that many times. I've only seen it a few times, and now I'm just actually looking up his official entry under powers and abilities. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fucking badass. I'm actually gonna re. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reset this, and um, I think it needs a bit of thought. We should mm. definitely do this for another time. All right. Well, actually, that's a great idea for a future podcast, Sam. Yeah. If we do verses and yeah, some okay. of our favorite characters and we match them off and we debate it. Just yeah, as a cool. side note. 
But yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. They're pulling back the curtain again and seeing brainstorming of a new episode. All right. So, Chance, where was your fir- what was your first exposure to the saga? Sam. Um, I saw a little bit later on in life. I would have watched it just before. Oh, I wouldn't say just before, but as the newer ones were coming out, sort of in high school, I think. Um, I think in high Hickey school? Probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I know. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a late starter because... Did I mean, you say when the, new, when the newer ones were coming out? That's when so you got be- onto Star Wars. So before before that, it was sort of like what was that? The like the mid when when was the um when the gold VHS tapes came out? You know the ones we were talking about. Ninety four, ninety six, something like that. I think it was ninety six, right? Mm. So when that sort of special trilogy, I, I, I distinctly remember the gold box, right? It's probably mm. not even gold. Probably just a no, no, it is gold. Thing. It's gold. It is. Yeah, that's good. Um, so. Yeah, that, that's that's when I saw it. So I think I'm not sure if they were still talking about the new ones then, but um, yeah. So I did see it quite late. I'm not sure why. I don't. No one in my house is really into sci-fi and and that type of stuff. Um, the, the movie that we had going constantly on repeat was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I could also recite that line for line pretty much, um, almost that, verbatim. That says a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> And I, hmm. I, no word, no word of a lie. I've probably seen that movie over a hundred times, and that's right. not even, not even being um, exaggerating. But anyway, so I would have seen it around that time. Um, Can I jump in, and, Chance? Yeah, go. Um, I'll, 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 it's okay. Late bloomers, long as you bloom. That's the main point. Well, I was, I was about 13, 13 years old, and I'm, I'm no stranger to late blooming, as, as you may know. <laughs> um, um, but <laughs> I, got, I got, I got a question for you. Who, yep. who would win, Vader or uh, Willy Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, um, yeah, those were Palumpas, man. Like, they had some yeah. pretty planned, planned like, shit, so I don't know. No, that's a, actually, that's a good one because Wonka could definitely set some traps, right? Yeah. Like, he's kind of like a, an Inspector Gadget type character in a yeah. way. Like, you could definitely get some, like, um, some interesting uh, circumstances there. Mm. That's right. Mm. But um, interesting. The lightsabers are definitely. And, w- and what thing. attracted you as a, I guess, a teen? Well, it's. I mean, I I'm the only one really in the house who's like the mega nerd, right? So yeah. I I myself was interested in this stuff. Um, you know, space, science, sci-fi, all that type of all that type of stuff. Um, just being a a poor little uh, son of migrants, we <laughs> couldn't really afford these videos. <laughs> but um no i mean obviously i loved it it, w- it was awesome um it's just yeah I, I don't know it's just one of those things where it's just like can i ask you then sorry sorry to interrupt you chance like just really right. cut you off but uh, it's got a point because i want to ask because you said something interesting because you said like you liked all um the sci-fi stuff so for yeah. me my first exposure to sci-fi was star wars right. so i love sci-fi because i had the exposure to Star Wars when I was a kid, yeah. and then I wanted to watch everything sci-fi. I just wanted to watch all the new shit. So, can I ask, what were you watching at the time? And as in, what other sci-fi were you watching? Yeah, it's and not... did did this like blow your mind, thinking, "Oh fuck, this is so much better," or was it like this is in line with content I've already seen? Yeah. So, so for me, you know, for some reason, we never really used to have a lot of videos like i remember watching a lot of tv and then i think we only got into sort of 
I don't know, they were blockbusters in, oh, well, that was the mid-90s, I guess. But I think it's really because I couldn't really hijack the TV because we only had one TV um, and the all-powerful the all powerful Nobby had control over the TV. So I really couldn't watch what I wanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> which continues to this day, only just recently. But um, my, my love for all of that stuff is just from science and reading books as a kid, right? Um, so that's really where it all came from. Even even in primary, ever since I was a kid, I can remember I've always liked this type of stuff. So I guess oh, I couldn't really tell you what my first real sci-fi movie or was. Um, Star Wars was definitely one of the probably one of the first because I, I don't know. So for some reason, I never never watched a lot of this stuff um, just due to access. So um, yeah, so when I saw it, um, yeah, it was it was pretty hectic. I, I don't know I don't know why it didn't blow my mind as much as it did yours. Um, but obviously I was like, holy shit, this is, this is pretty nuts. I mean, the whole mythology and, and the way it's set up was pretty We were sick. probably, we were like five years older. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I was like, too. I was like 13 by then. Or, but yeah, but even then, like I'm, I'm 34 and still like Pokemon. So I mean, what, what's, <laughs> what's the difference? Well, um, hey, Chance, could I, could I could propose that because yep. you didn't get in a lot of it when you did get it, it just gave you a bit of that extra thirst? Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's just starving, hectic. Like, starving Martin. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. It's just one of those things that sticks with you forever, right? And yeah. nice. And, and now it's you know it's just it's it's just still so awesome. Um, so can I ask? Did you then go straight from? And I actually don't want to hear again, Sambo, about you getting into it. But just quickly, did you then go straight into four, five, and six? Because for me, it, I had a, a number of years before I saw um, Empire Strikes Back. Like, I, I smashed four for ages. And yeah, yeah. Pro- but because you were older and later, did you actually see them almost sequentially or a short span between them? No, uh, not quite. I think I saw... I, I distinctly remember the first two, um, and episode six is the one I remember the least. And I've got a funny feeling that we just never got around to watching it, and that's the one I'd watched actually quite a bit later. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure... I'm not sure why. Probably because it, it was not because it was. I mean, at that, at that time, I didn't really know it was the shittest of the three. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly can't remember. But I do remember not enjoying that one as much as the other two. And the Ewoks and stuff pissed me off a bit. Um, and it's interesting to sort of think about it all these years later about why why sort of it was a bit different. Learning about how it was made and also how the whole thing came together. But I do, like, obviously vividly remember the first two. Um, and even then remembering how, like, it just doesn't seem, like, it just seemed weird that the second one came along. It didn't, like, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't quite right because obviously we, we've, as we've discussed, um, the first one was meant to be a standalone. So I, I do remember that as well. Interesting. What about you, Sambo? Um, so my first exposure to... The gospel, according to Lucas, was uh, 90s, I think 94 or 95, I got the original VHS set for Christmas um, of the original trilogies. And they weren't the special editions. They were just, the, I think the first um, direct-to-video, oh, I could be wrong, but they had these are the ones that had the Leonard Moulton interview at the beginning. And I think it was like some sort of anniversary edition. And I'll just remember bringing them bringing those uh, videos wherever I went to, you know, nonnas or grandparents just to watch them over and over and boring uh, 
my younger brother Tom incessantly because that's all I want to watch. Um, but and I also have the distinct memory of playing um, the, the New Hope um, when the blockade runner is being boarded by the stormtroopers, uh, having my Connect fours and uh, hiding in the hallway and shooting down the hallway, pretending Darth Vader was about to board my blockade runner. So I, I just remember being obsessed with it. So I had, I think maybe from 95 to about 99, I just wanted toys. Um, and we got, I got the Millennium Falcon, At Walker, TIE Fighter, X-Wing, uh, Snowspeeder. So for every Christmas, birthday, whatever, Hanukkah, that's what I got, was a Star Wars toy. And I still got them to this day. And, and just being like almost a compulsion where I just couldn't let this thing go. So if, if you imagine if you see something for the first time and it just grips you so much and then you just you just just hooked forever. It was pretty much like heroin. <laughs> it is a bit, I guess. Not that I've ever done it. Well, I, 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 I don't know why, but it's like you um, get insanely, um, not nostalgic, but like you have a, a weird, I think every Star Wars fan in particular or I reckon every male Star Wars fan has some sort of weird, hardcore, possessive, possessive nature of this. Like they feel like this is their movie, sort of thing, and they're just obsessive over it. And it's just like it borderlines on an obsession to like even like I don't know to a hobby. I don't know. It's just really weird. But yeah, I think that's probably the timing though, man. Because if you so it would have been your first sci-fi content as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I swear, you must have seen it one time, man, when I was watching it as a kid. Probably, Because it must yeah. have been a reason why mum bought that for you as a Christmas gift. You, I'm trying to think. You must have... Cause, so, you probably were exposed to it at an even younger age than what I was. Um, yeah, I just remember having I, the videos. And, and well, how old would I have been in 94? Jesus Christ. Uh, about five, maybe? Maybe six? Yeah. So... So, yeah, so you, you would have been super young. So yeah. it's interesting that, um, yeah, I think it, it pro- people do probably get a little bit possessive over that content just because it was just so well made and so well crafted. Mm. Actually, crafted is probably a better word because obviously like all things, there's flaws, but it's just the way it sort of set the whole scene from the very start, right? It builds... Like, I don't think I've seen a world that's done, um, sorry, I, don't, I haven't seen a movie that's done world building as well as what Star Wars Episode Four did, like, hey, lore-wise. Like, oh, how, like, speaking of that, I actually got some interesting fat pics. Yeah, no, sorry to derail what you're thinking about, but um, you're right. The thing that really struck me about Star Wars was you see a universe that had been lived in and that you could almost feel like, oh yeah, this is this doesn't seem too surreal or too, um, uh, what's the word, fan, fantasy, uh, fantastical, I guess maybe, um, yeah, where where it's out of the scope of uh, your reality, where you can see, oh, this could, this is what the future could like in a hundred years, you know, because it's a bit grimy, a bit used, um, you know, it's it's not that sort of polish and chrome and and silver and you know what i mean it's it's very much a it's very much a fossil fuels one sort of universe yeah i so, I, I, I do like i do like that aspect about it honestly because mm. it's 
you know, it, it's on one side, it's got that whole thing where th there is like quite hyper advanced technology, right? You know, you've got hyperspace travel, you've got pretty much just you could you, you lose a limb, they'll just replace it with a fully prosthetic robotic limb, which works perfectly. Um, and then you've tied this whole sort of thing about the force and all the mythology, just sort of like that underlying tones of that religious stuff. Um, but on the other side, then you've still got, you know, you've got your, um, you know, Han Solo, who's a smuggler, and you've got a lot of, you know, still that crime, and everyone's still looks a bit dirty and grubby and things like that in, in so many other scenes. And, like, you know, they, even the cantina, like, that cantina scene, and that even that music, like, it's just, it's so otherworldly, like, that music's so iconic as well, but so otherworldly, but yet at the same time, it's just so familiar, because mm. you think with all this stuff, there's just still that underlying sort of current of yeah they, how, they got it right yeah like as in if it, it's familiar because you get the context and you get it you're like oh shit okay this is yeah. basically nazis are back it's the future <laughs> they've you know like yeah. they're kind of they've won the war now there's a resistance like you get it you get the dynamics yep. you get the politics of it yeah, you get fine. the religious undertones you get the um the like the cantina scene and the everyday joe life like you just yeah. In one movie, a completely new concept um, that would have been foreign to ev most people that had seen it, other than like Star Trek nerds or anyone that read a lot of yeah. sci-fi books, right? And it just it catches you. It's amazing. Like they still can't do it today. When I watch like DC problems, right? It, most DC movies still can't effectively world build, even though the content's been around for fucking hundreds <laughs> of years. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How can you still not do it right? Yeah. And yet you got this movie, which affect like managed to like do it so well and grab people um, so acutely. And it's just I think that's that's probably what leads to that that, that obsessiveness. Sambo. Well, it's um when you're a kid, right? You don't notice. You don't get the parallels of the stormtroopers being Nazis and literally being that labelled after the German stormtroopers of World War Two. And you don't get the uniforms, you don't get the fascism, and you don't get sort of like the um, basically the political themes, I guess, and the metaphors being you know conveyed in the movie. And that's why I guess it sticks with you as you grow up and you age up, is because you start to realize more and you start to appreciate it for different things as opposed to being just cool. So when you see it as a kid, you're like, oh, this is amazing. But then when you rewatch it I don't know, every couple of years, you're like, oh, oh, no shit, this is like you know, the Gestapo, and oh yeah, they're just like. They're going to this castle to res rescue, you know, a princess. So it's like all these sort of stuff. All this sort of stuff yeah. is like you can yeah. draw inspiration from and keep keeps you vested and interested. Um, I've actually got a bit of an interesting fact. So um, I don't know how true this is. I saw this on Twitter, so it's probably not true. But apparently, Alderaan was meant to be the um, location of the princess, but they didn't have the budget, so they stuck her on the Death Star. What do you As reckon? in the budget to create Alderaan. Yeah, correct. So they only like had the budget world. for um, pretty much one world um, and the rest were all interiors. So if you look at like Yavin, when they go to Yavin, that's all interiors except for some you know, yeah. sort of wide shots, establishing sure, shots. Sure. And then like the Death Star, that's all interiors. Um, so you think about it, it's like, oh, like how much of a different movie would that have been if we got to see Alderaan as well? But it was good, yeah. though, that they kept it, I guess, in a more narrow scope because 
uh, a poorly conceived Alderaan might have just taken you out of it a bit too much. Yeah, it also good. wouldn't have made as much sense. Like, you get it, this this ship's fleeing, it's harboring the princess. So that whole scene becomes irrelevant as well, right? Because they're not yeah. hunting the princess on the ship anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and further further to the point that we've discussed before, Lucas just pretty much fluked this entire thing. <laughs> but it's look, the IP that's come out of it is like phenom. I mean, don't get me wrong, but just the way... Even though it was built as a standalone movie, like obviously when, when at the end of it, like he's 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 looking at it, he's like, oh, I don't, you know, this is this is junk. This is probably not going to go anywhere. He didn't really, didn't think it would do so well. Next minute, it's like holy shit, taking the world by storm, and then it's just like ka-ching, ka-ching. So, well, there's yeah. a rumor that his wife or then wife saved the film in editing. So Lucas actually had some weird movie that went for like two and a half hours, kind of didn't make a lot of sense, and then his wife just cut it down to this cohesive sort of film um, that kept it down to yeah. two hours. Oh, I don't want to see that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I do want to see that. <laughs> well, and it makes sense because yeah, if you look at Lucas' called, track record, he's gone it's back. It's called Phantom Fiddle. Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. He's gone back and he's, he's edited and re-added this and done that and done, you know what I mean? So yeah. you can definitely tell that um, the influences that he wanted to bring to the film were a bit more of the, uh, I guess, the the the. Uh, the the effects and, and I guess the yeah. coolness, if you know what I mean. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, he, he did establish that, that effect company that did all those special effects, which is fair enough. Yeah. But he just froths over a good special effect. And, you know, it, it's almost to the movie's appeal that it's just so, like, it's a lot it's a lot more raw. I mean, they use a lot, a lot of the models. And, and I guess, which we can talk about next time, um, with J.J. Abrams episode seven, like he went back to that sort of models and not, not too many, not too heavy on the, on the uh, special effects, but you know what he tried to do with putting in all that stuff in episode four, like adding extra monsters, the extra bits and pieces. So like, why? Because it's just, well, I, I understand maybe he wanted to do that at the start, didn't have the budget, didn't have technology, but that's part of the, the big appeal about when yeah. we first saw that, just that rawness and just that very, I don't know. It's just quite bleak, and it's it, it's a little bit like in some scenes it's quite minimalistic. Like on um, with, with this uh, in the Tatooine when um, they're delivering the robots, it's just very sort of oh when they're looking for Luke and stuff. It's just very you know it, 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 the way they've set it up. It, it probably fluked that, but that's part of the appeal. You know what though? It, whether it's a fluke or not, at the end of the day. Like it's a sick, it's a sick film. Yeah, oh, and I'm not, I'm not taking away from it at all. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's a hectic movie, and it always will be. Um, but yeah. So what about uh, the others then? Should we, should we talk about them? Yeah. Sam? Okay. So okay. So, what's your favorite movie out of the trilogy? Like Dave, yours is New Hope, I guess. And Chance, what's yours? Um, it's a toss up between four and five. Um, I'd say, I'd say I like episode four better just because that's not because it's the original movie, but the movie was written to be as is, and that was mm. it. Mm. Um, five, yes, it's a tack on, but it's a bloody good tack on. Like it, it's one of those films that's as good and in some people's opinions, maybe better than the, than the original. Um, obviously a few bombshells that they throw in there. Um, it's, it's the Godfather it, too, to the Godfather. Yeah. Exactly, you're exactly right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. But I think 
on on the whole, what this film has done from episode four, it just like pips the post as, as the best, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. And what's your least favorite? Well, obviously, well, obviously, Jedi. six, six is, the Jedi. Uh, it's it's. Oh. Well, I don't want to say it's shit, but <laughs> it's pretty shit compared to the first two. It's um, and Ewoks are just oh, like why? Well, it's shit in the context of those three films. Uh, I think yeah, that's what you're saying. yeah. Uh, you know what? Like, compared to a lot of new shit. Yeah, but if you saw episode six as a standalone, I mean, I know it's hard because we've seen we've seen them all. But if you saw six as a standalone, uh, I don't know. It, it just seems a bit. It's just Lucas with his filthy, grubby hands all over it mm. again. Well, and it just started to undo a lot of the cool stuff. Chance, but I, I don't know. I've got a theory. Okay, so uh, Dave, I, I assume uh, Return's my least favorite. Return of the Jedi is my least favorite, and I assume it is for you as well, Dave. So, well, actually, with, well, I do want to say this before we go down your your pathway, and I, I've got to admit this again because I think everyone in the world deserves to hear me admit that I was wrong. <laughs> and you guys What's get that? to fucking hear it twice. Well, yeah. Do you remember last week, Sam? We told me like I was dead to you. So anyway, I originally, and like I said, I had the big gap between four and five. Yep. So when I first saw five, mm. I didn't like it. Oh, you're a f- <laughs> you see, yeah, um, you you, you so your opinion is no longer nah, valid. Just fucking Dead relax. Head. I'm telling you where I'm eating, where I'm admitting I was wrong. Dead okay, head. take it fucking back <laughs> because I, as I said last time, where it got eroded from history. Unless Sam just wants to record me saying this twice, so he can fucking play it back to himself. I originally didn't like that film because it burnt me or the ending. So as a kid. I thought I was going to get like another Star Wars complete story. I hadn't been burnt yet by the to be continued yeah. of movie filmmaking yet. So that was my first experience of not right. getting the complete story in a movie. And it just it just killed me. I did love the start of it, but I remember that that movie actually really frustrated me. <laughs> the more I watched it and as I got older and then yes started seeing uh, episode 6, it did that actually my opinion did change. But when I first saw that I actually didn't. I wasn't happy with that whole situation. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you're the original millennial. Like, just need that instant gratification. Just you do. Deal with the fact that you had Not to wait, instant, man. But like, you know, like again, because chance. This was the closure like, VHS era, right? I never knew when I was getting to rent another movie. Like, I didn't know if <laughs> no, Mum and Dad right. were going to fucking you're rent right. another movie in six years' time when I see yeah. the complete. But so your complaint is agree. that the movie's too good. You have to then wait for 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 the conclusion. No, I'm just saying, as a kid, it just annoyed me because the way it ended, there was nothing concluded in it. Because so every because you, you had you were suckling from the sweet Star Wars teat, and they popped the teat, <laughs> the teat it, out and it, said, "Wait, it was like, no, I don't want to wait." Yeah, because it wasn't nothing. Nothing was tied up at all. Well, and normally you'd expect ninety percent of it, and just to see the shredder hand come up through like the fucking garbage dump, and you're like, "Ooh, there's yeah. going to be another story." But this just like it just it just it, the movie just ended. It's just like and end, and that just yeah. burnt me. But but you now it's detective. Mm. Now it is, yeah. In the context, or even soon after, like it, it yeah. took me. I, I came around pretty quick. But I will yeah, say it, on six in, in six's defense as well. Yeah. There is one of the scenes and um, that I thought was really epic. 
is when uh, Luke's facing Vader and just that music when he's um, like that whole scenery and the way you've got Luke and Vader clashing with that um, orchestra in the back or that actual, mm. I don't know if it was, a, whatever it was, but that fucking soundtrack, it just gets about, me every um, time. When, he's, when Palpatine's there as well? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, you know, the, the sabers are clashing and they're really going at it and the music just escalates. That's actually one of my most favorite um, scenes. Yeah. When, he, of, um, uh, when he's trying to get into turn and then he made buckles and starts hammering Vader. Yeah, and that music and it's just, it kicks off like that whole thing and you're like, fuck, it's so epic. Mm, mm. All right. Well, here's my theory. So, George Lucas, he wrote and um, directed um, A New Hope, realized he's onto a winner. The IP, as you said, Chance, was such a money spinner, marketing and, sorry, the merchandising rights, such a money spinner. He realizes, I've got to do another one. Does Empire, but the reason why I think Empire is widely considered the best is because the screenplay wasn't actually written by George Lucas. It was the story was by George Lucas, so the overall story, but the actual words on the page, um, and I guess the mechanics of the film were written by Lawrence Kasdan and some other guy called Lee Brackett, right? So, oh, and Irvin uh, Kreshner or Kreishner, I guess he he directed the film. So, you had other creative influences coming together to create something. Um, Basically, really good, right? And that Irvin Krasner was a pretty good um, director. He had done some pretty, pretty cool movies um, beforehand. So he, he wasn't he wasn't just like a director for hire. He was, you know, had some credible sort of um, uh, history. It's definitely sounding like facts, Sam, as opposed to a theory. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm using facts to formulate my theory. Okay, but then then we get to Return of the Jedi, my friends. And the screenplay was again written by George Lucas. He's back onto writing the screenplay. He's not directing, but it's widely agreed that the director hired, Richard Marquand, was pretty much a yes man for um, George Lucas. And the I, I think this is generally the first taste of George Lucas getting hired of his own supply. So because he didn't really have a no person or people, other people of stature saying you shouldn't be doing this or you should be doing this, he just went a bit, started to go a bit off the rails in terms of um, the direction of the story, and he started to really amp up the kid factor with, you know, um, the Jabba having all those weird little creatures in his palace, the Wookiee, um, the Ewoks, um, you know, that sort of stuff, making it a nice, complete ending where Luke saves, um, Darth Vader is redeemed. Luke lives, the Empire falls, having that party at the end. You know what I mean? He's just started to, you know, when 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 um, Chewie does that Tarzan call off of the vine in the Battle of Endor, all those sorts of things. He's not really having anyone saying, you know, what, you know, dial it back a bit. And then, obviously, when he starts to make Phantom Menace, it's literally all him. He's gone back to writing, directing, um, producing even. And it's just, it just... It gets crazier and crazier and crazier. So that's that's my theory about how why, how that movie turns out is that because he didn't have 
because he was just, you know, standing to, you know, his dick was swinging because he already, by this, by 1983, by the time Return of the Jedi came out, I think he already done um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he's ma- he's making mega hits, man, creating mega franchises that everybody loves. And this is probably the beginning of, not the end, but the beginning of Crazy Lucas. What do you guys think <laughs> of that? That sounds about right. Do you reckon? Yeah. I agree with you. I, like, I think there was some interesting, there was some definitely questionable choices there. Like, there's corniness really came yeah, through. Yeah, corny. Exactly right. Yeah. 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 I still, I don't know. I'm still a bit skeptical of the targeted. Like, I get that there were elements that were targeted for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, the Ewok situation is 100% kids. But, I mean, like, Slave Leia, like, was that really targeted at kids? Or was that, was that like, the payoff? Like as Payoff, in, probably, yeah. As it, sorry, yeah, yeah, like the whole, I'm going to give my adult audience Slave Layer, but I'm also going to slide in some fucking, um, some of them, you know, residual toy fucking sale opportunities. Because well, it just seems a bit conflicting, that. Um, well, I mean, it's not conflicting. I mean, he, Star Wars has always reached, tried to reach for the widest audience to make the most money, like... Let's get real, right? So he realized that the males would identify with Slave Leia, having her sort of sexualized, but at the same time, he wouldn't put the kids off and the kids would then like sort of the Ewoks. I mean, you got to give Lucas so, some credit because the Ewoks were actually meant to be Wookiees and they didn't have the mm-hmm. budget for to do um, the Wookiee home planet of Kashyyyk. I don't know how to pronounce that right. So they well, had to change why they it just to Ewoks. Have- a third as many Ewok uh, Wookies, because like three Ewoks is one Wookie. Surely. Oh, why have guys in costumes at all? So why not just have dudes and change it to something else? Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, but apparently, well, and we learned this little thing, thing last time. This is that Ewok. If you take the E off Wookie and put it at the, if you swap the E around from Wookie, so you take the E at the end of Wookie and put it at the start of the word, you get Ewok. So Wookie Ewok. Ewok. Yeah. I like it. Um, my theory about the whole layer slave thing at the beginning is that um, was he was he a bit of a fan of um, Don Burke? Not for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wrote it. Uh, like, yeah. Cheap shot. No one will get that no anywhere that. in the world. <laughs> and that's what's so good because when they when they Google Don Burke, they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get a great soundtrack. It's gonna get a lot of views. <laughs> um, well, Dave. And to guess to round off my point is that um, he really started to go a bit off. Not off. He's, he didn't a bit weird. Not well. His movies didn't start. Didn't do as well because after Return of the Jedi, I, I think he had Willow or How the Dark and Willow, which were like the biggest flops of his career. And then he made some other weird. Wasn't Willow a sick film though? Uh, it's okay. I want to say it's sick. Nineteen eighty eight came out. I wouldn't say it's sick. Have you seen Willow Chance? Sorry, what was that? Willow. Have you seen Willow? Have I seen Willow? No, I haven't. Nah, it's not probably not worth the time to be with. Oh, no, it's a good movie. It's actually, it's pretty entertaining. You chance watch Willow. <laughs> uh, directed by Ron Howard. All right, I'm in. So, and then you also started to do like the Caravan of Courage and all the, the other Ewok movies and stuff. So, he was definitely yeah. skewing towards a, oh, a They were definitely market. cash grabs. Mm. That, mm. yeah, that other obscure shit. Math that yeah yeah fair yeah. call nah yeah. fair play Sambo 
Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's still not weak. I, I mean, it's got some corny shit and stuff. Maybe you have to grimace through. But like Dave, it's got like he said that scene when he's fighting Vader, um, or when it's that scene where, um, you know, uh, Luke um, rescues um, Han with the help of the infamous Lando on the sail barges, and he's flipping around with the green saber. I mean, it's got some really cool action sequences. So I mean. Mm. It's the, definitely the weakest film. I, 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 I think even fans of the of Return would would acknowledge that. I mean, it's hard not to, but you, that it's still infinitely better than any of the prequels. Like, oh, infinitely. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Because even though it doesn't, and I think probably one of the reasons why it, it counts as the weakest as well is that you still got um you got tidbits of world building and like lore coming through in. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. and obviously there were some some big bombshells, etc. But I think the problem was is that when you're closing out um, a series of films like that, it's really hard to add anything new because it's your last film. It's a book, so in yeah, it is. It, it really is, and it kind of it's going to fall into that um, sequelitis. Uh, it's pretty unavoidable. Yeah. So I think it's it's almost unfair as well to expect that they were going to rip out some sort of brilliant, spectacular ending, some crazy third act like twist mm-hmm. where that's probably where you should have found out that Vader was his um, his dad well, that, or something. Do you know Leia, what I mean? Like it's Leia as his sister. That was just the, the twist there. Well, no, that just made. The, that just like brought incest into the like you know what I mean like it didn't yeah it did uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one forgot it <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my point right and that's what happens when you bring in new info into us into a into the final act yeah, is that yeah you gotta if you're not really addressing it right or it's not dealt with properly like probably that it would have made more sense to find out that Leia was his sister in the second film conclusively mm. but then how would you get that. If you didn't know who the father was. No, but that's what I mean. And that's what leads the thread to the ultimate conclusion, mm-hmm. which is in the last film. Mm. Okay. Because Makes sense. Between the, the, the... See, the whole time, it's pegged as a revenge story, right? And then you lose a bit of that momentum in the second one because you're going for redemption. And I guess if you were... It, it might have been a bit more harder hitting, or the third movie might have been a bit of a better movie if that that weight was actually carried through in the third one. Whereas yeah. we we got to see Palpatine, we had a new character, we didn't really quite get to know what the Emperor was like. Um, it was pretty cool to see him, and I actually thought that they did a really good job with Palpatine. Like he was menacing, like he did seem slithery, he did seem tainted by um, by the you dark know, side. Yep, the dark side. Like you got a lot of that, which I thought was good too. Um, I just think that in the, and that's what happens, man. And that's what I was saying, Chance. Like you know, in the context of other modern day films, it's actually pretty good. But yeah. you're right. In the context of the previous two, when you look at the reveals and you look at some of the story progression, it was pretty accelerated in those first two. The third one's kind of left with, with not much other than just trying to tie up a couple loose ends. Yeah. Because even the battle to try and convince Vader to turn ah, back, I don't know if it's it's not as satisfying as what it could be. Like, had it been a redemption story from the start, 
then mm. maybe that payoff would have actually been a lot better. Mm. I, I don't mm. know. It's just, it's just my, it's my two dimes. No, Fair I mean, enough. it's it's hard not to argue that because it's like, it literally just wants to wrap it all up sort of thing. So it's like, okay. So it is kind of limited in, in terms of where it can take the story other than to a conclusion. So I guess, you, you know, you're kind of going to get an outcome of, well, it's the 80s, the hero's going to win. So he's a bit contrived and has some cliches and, you know, a bit of corniness to it. But at the same time, um, I think it satisfyingly does it and it kind of rounds it off nicely. So with that, we've been talking for about 50 minutes or 40 minutes, sorry. Um, let's maybe just jump into maybe our favorite sort of, what's your favorite, Dave, what's your favorite character? And what's your favourite sort of ambiguous or side character or background character? Oh, yeah. This is a tough one because I, I remember you asking us this in version one of this podcast. Yeah. I can't and, quite remember who I said as the background because it fucking changed all the time. Yeah. So, and, right, and, I, and it's going to ruin my joke now because you're not going to laugh at it again and it was bloody classic. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, <laughs> sorry, listeners. This, this segment, it was, it was going to be a lot less funny than the first one. Um, so, okay, I, I think for me, it was, it's always been between Luke and Han, and I think Han Solo was, yeah, I, I think my the main character for me has got to be Solo, just because of his story arc, the way he changes, the fact that he was, um, like, he was such a baller. <laughs> and I remember being a kid and just thinking about what a legend he was. Because in contrast to Luke, like, I, historically, anything I watch, I hate whiny characters. Um, yep. And it's not that I didn't like... I, I did think Luke was, like, a, a, a good character. But when you stood him up next to Han, who was, like, a decision maker, he was a scrapper, he was a baller. He was in the canteen, right? He was fucking so cool. Just sitting there leaning back with his bounty hunter that's after him. And he sneakily just gets that fucking las pistol out and shoots through the table. That was awesome, right? Yeah. And then he's like, all right, Trudy's good to get the fuck out of here. And, you know, yeah. just on the run, smuggler. So cool. So, I don't know. And I like the fact that he ends up by turning around, becoming a good guy. The whole greater good thing kind of gets him. So, he's like, the, you know, the hard ass with the heart of gold type thing. But um, as far as background characters go... Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I mean, you could almost you could almost argue R two D two is a background character. Yeah, in those yep. first mm. in those first films, maybe. Agree. And I think if I had to think of who I always thought was really cool, yeah, I think R two D two as well. Yeah, R two D two. Yeah, he's, oh, he's pretty a sick. Weak source. He gives a fuck about a droid, Dave. We had <laughs> we had on, a war. Thousands of droids died, and nobody blinked. You know what I mean? Clone Wars. Nobody cares about droids. Sam, um, <laughs> you realise that there's now what? like a droid in I don't know what country. Is the Saudi Arabia chance that's been made a citizen, and she wants a baby? Like, come on. No, but these droids you got, aren't you got droids. These are these these are very <laughs> you know they got they don't have are they sentient are, are these things sentient? Can they think for themselves? Can have you got a, things? Have you got an yeah. robot? Have you got a, an eye robot vacuum? Hmm. No, I don't. Uh, do you have one? No. All right. No. You get one and you get that thing in your house and you see the connection you build, right? <laughs> don't you fucking tell me the R two D two is nothing. All right. You wait till you get that little Roby going around sucking things up. 
bumping into your feet, fucking doing it like people. You know, what, Sam, when when the Matrix becomes real, right? A robot's going to remember what you said, right? And I, for <laughs> one, welcome our robot overlords. <laughs> oh, bring it on, mate! I'll kill that many droids. Nah, but I'm just thinking in terms of all the background. You got a whole galaxy full of background characters, and that's the one you choose. But hey, it's your choice. It's a free, oh, it's I a mean, safe that's, that's space hard. here. It's a good pick. Like I'm, you I'm with like. you, Dave. Good pick. Um, Chance, yeah, what about you? Who's your favorite uh, character and your sort of your favorite background character? Um, so Han Solo would definitely be right up there, um, pretty much just mirroring all of Dave's reasoning. Um, I, I didn't really like Luke in the first movie, only because, again, what Dave was saying, he's quite whiny. Um, and it was just it was just so irritating. It's like stop being such a jerk and just deal with it. Um, so yeah, I, it it took me a while to to grow um, to Luke, and then obviously as I as I got older, you know he's 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 pretty cool. Um, and I guess the whole Anakin Skywalker thing like just trumped any whininess ever. So that's not such a big deal. Only gonna touch his station and pick up some power converters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that actually, you know what? That lies took us with the shits, to be fair. Fucking uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, but, who drink um, fucking blue milk? Who's, yeah, who's, he's, your, who's your background character? Uh, oh, jeez. I'm just trying to think. It, it, it's funny because just goes to show how pointless favourites or opinions are because in the space of two weeks, I can't even remember what I said. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, That's true. Say the bartender in the cantina chance, because then that'll yeah. be obscure enough for Sam. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> is, is Yoda a back? Is Yoda a background character? Yeah, I'd pay that. I'd pay that. So, how is Yoda a background character in R two D two? Not. No, like, how, is. Why, why are you no, crediting? Is. I'm saying he's. I'm, I'm I saying it's a weird choice. Yeah, no, nah, I don't agree with that, Sam. But <laughs> I, I don't think Yoda is a is a main character because he no, he's only, not. I agree with that. And he's 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 pretty sick, but and again, episodes one and three. I reckon he did choose Yoda last time as well. By the way, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon he did. Yeah, you might have yeah. actually. That does sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. So we're just strictly talking four, five, and six, just ignoring that. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah just four, five, and six. So four, five, six Yoda, or five, six Yoda, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, who who else is there? I don't know. I did make yeah. a joke about Owen Lars, but it's not funny anymore. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's, Yoda's a let's stick with it. Yeah, let's so, stick with that. He's the best. Yep. You can't, you can't like. There's this characters that are the best. And my, my favorite is um, Luke because I could identify as being the whiny younger brother ish. I mean, the younger brother to Han, I guess. You know, yeah, in that sense. And I could, you know, being just an annoying little drop kick, but then maturing. I like to see his progression is really. Awesome. Yeah. He refines that's, being... that's where the similarities end with you and Luke, Sam. Um... <laughs> so, yeah. um, no, you're right, though. He does, Sam. That's that's probably his biggest redeeming thing, which is why yeah. I think I struggle retrospectively when I look at it. Yeah. But it's just agree. because of that first film, Han, is mm. just such a fucking oh, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah but let's get, okay, let's get real here, guys. Like, Luke's the best. Han's, Han's cool, but Luke's the best. <laughs> All right. Luke can defeat. Luke He's wouldn't have shot one. first. I'll be honest. Maybe not. But Luke is the if chosen one. If Ben Kenobi one. wasn't there, if Ben Kenobi wasn't there in that fucking cantina, this whole series would never have happened. Yep. Um, but he was. So let's not worry about what ifs. Um, and I just the other thing I like to see is that he's willing to confront 
danger consistently in order to save the day is just you know the archetype of a a typical hero like he just will, can, he will no matter what the stakes you know his life the galaxy he doesn't give a toss he's going to risk it to make sure he can make it a better world and save his friends um, see i you know what man i actually found that irritating because i'm like yoda is clearly a fucking master <laughs> yeah why yeah. are you ignoring his advice yeah just yeah. listen no, because chill. you don't Just get chill it, Dave. And do what he says. Like, if I didn't get it, Sam. You're right. I didn't get it. Like, I'm think, like, why are you let not me staying and listening to Because you think about it, right? It doesn't make overall. It doesn't make sense because if you look at the lifespan of Yoda, and Revenge of the Sith finishes 18 or 17 years, um, well, maybe you say 18 years before we see Yoda, right? And Chance, you can do the math here, like. That aging up doesn't make sense that he can fight um, Darth Sidious in Revenge of the Sith, flip around, do all the tricks, but then oh, aging Those movies later, don't exist. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. See, no, we, 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 agreed not, we agreed that it was 4, 5, and 6, so you can't... No, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense that Yoda's suddenly a decrepit old person, whereas... It's not like, suddenly. What would the answer be? What would the answer be? Wouldn't the answer be, Luke, I'm coming with you and we're going to take this guy down together, <laughs> fool? Like, he's clearly the superior warrior. Oh, Sam, uh, uh, yeah, jeez. Okay, that's the he biggest He dies question. from his old age, literally in that. Like, it doesn't make sense how he can age up so much. Old. No, it, there's no sense to be made because that that wasn't that didn't exist. You can't you can't. Yeah, say fair that. enough. Okay, you know what? In the, if get you to your the reveal. Prequels, get, right. get to your reveal, Sam. Get anyway. to your reveal of your background character. Come <laughs> okay. on. No, before because you're gonna jump my dick about it. So um, I'm not. I'm not. One, I'm one last thing. One last thing about um, Return of the Jedi. That, uh, sorry, Luke Skywalker that I really like is the um. So you found it annoying about how you didn't listen to his advice, but you can see. You can see that um, none of it is the lessons aren't lost on him. So he pro- he acknowledges that he made a mistake by leaving um, Yoda, and he acknowledges that um, you know he, he's, he's he's stuffed up. So he wants to go back and finish his training and, and trying to rectify those situations to then confront Vader again. So it's not as if he's he's just ignorant person if that may, or he, he he doesn't stay ignorant or annoying he just he evolves in and, and becomes more knowledgeable and and more um mature and you can see him developing into a sophisticated jedi knight which is what really that first opening image of him walking down jabba's palace and he's just got the cloak on and his hands are held together is in that little diamond sort of thing it's a, it's a diamond sort of a position it's like really i don't know i just found that sort of something to be aspiring to, to be, you know, constantly learning and being better. So it's not like if you guys watch Star Wars Rebels where the main character Ezra is meant to be uh, similar to Luke Skywalker and that he's a young Jedi in training. But the difference is Ezra has always been annoying. For the past four seasons of that TV show, he has not learned any of his mistakes. He's not matured. He's just still a rat bag. 
Whereas Luke, yeah, you've just got it's that. It's got to last like 30 seasons, man. Yeah. That's why. True. Well, no, it's, only, it's, it's ending at this season. It's only going to last four seasons. So, anyway. Right. And all that growth will come in that last season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Can I ask you something then? Because you raised yeah. a point about Yoda and you wanted to be like, oh, but it doesn't make sense. So, what happens when this next film drops and Luke's character takes a direction that no longer fits your paradigm? Well, are you, you going to have the same? Are you going to feel the same way as for everything you've just said, right? Do you think that's going to be impacted by when we go watch this movie in two weeks' time? That is why I'm scared. I'm frightful that they're going to take Luke, the, 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 the basically the arc of Luke in a direction that doesn't reflect uh, Lucas's original vision of that character because. Mm. He's even said in interviews, I think with Variety or Entertainment Weekly, I can't remember where, which one, but he said that he didn't like initially when he got the sort of the overall story of Luke from J.J. Abrams, he hated it. He said, This doesn't make any sense. Surely I'm going to appear in The Force Awakens at the end to save the day. Why would Han die? Like, you know, Luke doesn't really run. And I agree. I agree 100% with what he said. And he tried to, he twisted that interview at the end to say, but. You're going to be surprised, and I came around. I'm not sure if I am going to come around because I don't need to see a scornful, um, burnt-out Luke Skywalker. Like that's not my Luke Skywalker. My Luke Skywalker doesn't run and hide when when the shit hits the fan. He goes and confronts it, or he goes away, fucking does a montage, becomes better, and then confronts it. So that's my that's my big biggest fear. And I didn't really like. I know his nephew turned bad, and I know he, his nephew Kylo Ren could have done some really fucked up shit to make Luke Skywalker just turn his back on everything. But I just refuse to believe that he would turn his back to the extent that would lead to the death of his friends and put his friends in jeopardy. Okay, but do you not see, or and this is maybe I'm playing a little bit of speculation here, do you not think it's a bit of a case of the old sins of the father, history repeating itself, with Obi-Wan and Vader and Luke and Kylo Ren. So do you think... Yeah, probably. Okay, so in saying that then, if Luke, if the character... So if we know, we know what Obi-Wan was like because we did see it in the prequels and I think Obi-Wan was pretty legendary and Mm. we didn't get to see enough of him in episode four. Sure. So if him as a character went into isolation... Although I suppose the argument could be made that he was over... He was protecting Luke. Keeping her, yeah, he was protecting yeah. Luke. So he wasn't really running, was he? No, he wasn't running. He, was, he, was, he saw it as like a penance to... He, he, he yeah, that's right, him, yeah. So he had to make this one right. Um, anyway, but we'll talk about that maybe in the next one we do. But yeah, it's Disney. Cool. Okay, it's to wrap it though. up, my final... My character that I love, that's not really a background character, but he's a secondary character who came comes to a, become a... A main man is is and the guys jumped down my throat last time when I said this, but it's it's Lando Calrissian. Lando is the fucking bomb. He's suave. <laughs> he's a pirate. He is a he's a he leads a bloody planet in the Cloud City. He can he knows about logistics, Dave. He knows about dealing with the Empire. He knows about double crossing. He knows about yeah, getting what's done right for these people. Scumbag. He's smooth. He blows up Death Stars. He bangs chicks. He bangs Ewoks. He's the pimp of all pimps. <laughs> Get off my and he, lo- he lost the Millennium Falcon to the <laughs> ultimate swashbuckler. Okay, he couldn't keep his hands on it, so he's exactly. he's losing. He loses control over his city. He can't maintain it. The Empire gets onto it. 
he does a uh, changing sides like the end of World War Two type situation, and he's yeah. like, mm, maybe the rebels are the right guys. Well, to go I don't with. know if it had that. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't choose those words, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, nah, I don't know, Sambo. I think after we spoke about it last time, I I do agree. Lando actually is a pretty underrated character. Oh God. Listen, so you, know, you, know, to... you guys, on the original recording of this, we had Age, Chance, and um, Dave, and all three of these guys, listeners, jumped down my throat because I said I, I, had to, I had to debate the credits of Lando, and I'm not going to do it again because Lando is he, he, he doesn't get enough credit. He blew up the second Death Star. Only one other person I said, at that point. I said Luke, underrated. Luke, only I Luke said can blow up the Death Star at that point. Lando then backs it up and does it. You know what I mean? Give the guy some props. Yeah, he made I, good. I he, he got hand back. He defeated the Empire. He's he's got a sweet, sweet, sweet cape game. His cape game is on point. He's got a sick sidekick. <laughs> he's got two sick sidekicks: Lobot in the in Empire and um, Nine Nub in uh, Return of the Jedi. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what more you want, people. God damn it! And then we won't see him again. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. And it, it pissed me off that JJ Abrams didn't put him in. God damn it! All right. Uh, we um, didn't even get to talk about. Um, what? All the, the touch-ups and all the annoying shit. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> I think we all know. Just leave it alone. Enough Make people it... have said that. Yeah, enough see. Make but it can, I, can we sprinkle? 1080p, leave it at that. It's, it's actually, I know Chance is probably off. Uh, I think yeah, he had Chance to go. Yeah, Chance to shoot. Yeah, he had to go. Fuck. Um, maybe we'll tweet this, Sam. But I really, I do want to spruik the work that's being done by those guys um, that are doing the, it's like a community remastering. Of go for four, it. five, and six. Um, I and this sort of kills me that Chance left because he knows the actual name of it and why I'm going to have to tweet it later. But if any, if anyone's listening to this and can search for the uh, the digital remastering of it, there's some fans and some professional dudes out there that are spending uh, a lot of time creating um, high definition remasterings of the original four, five, and six. Mm. and scrubbing out all the bullshit that was put into them. And I've seen four, and the version that they're up to now looks fucking amazing, and it's exactly what you'd want. So if you can get your hands on those things, um, I would definitely suggest is, uh, pursuing is it. it. Do you have to get it through illegally? Like... Um, yeah, it's torrented. But mm. at the same time, I mean, at the end of the day, I think... We've all bought so many versions of these films over time that for me to also get a a copy that's trying to go back to the original. And really, with the amount of shit that um, Lucas put into some of those films, if you start taking it all out again, you'd have to argue whether or not it's really the same product. (laughs) So, Mm. I don't know. I think it becomes a legal gray area. But yeah, Ah, if you can't get it, I'll I'll tweet what it's called. I'll, I'll tweet it later. But it's, put, um, when I put this up, just tweet underneath reply and just put it what it is. I will. I'll, I'll try and get the name of or the name of the guy that's doing it. Um, but yeah, spend the time, look for it, and actually you should too, Sam. Um, Chance gave me a version. It seriously uh, at Christmas, so I'll, I'll give it to you and watch it. It looks it looks perfect. Awesome. Sounds good. All yeah. right, listeners, um, that's it for the Full Metal Flashback Star Wars Original Saga trilogy. Uh, we got one more of these, which we'll do next week in preparation for um, The Last Jedi. Uh, we'll be more focusing on, I guess, the, D- the two Disney films we've gotten to date and maybe some predictions slash expectations slash slash concerns. Um, and just generally, I think we'll probably only do a couple more before the end of the year. I think, Dave, we'll probably do the this Disney Star Wars trilogy, um, Return of the Jedi, 
maybe a Christmas special, and that might be it. I think. Um, Return of the Jedi. Oh, sorry, last the last. Jedi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Yep. And um, yeah, and then maybe like a Christmas one, and then that would be it. Christmas so, special. Yeah, Christmas special. A so very, for, a very Christmas medal. Full, movie <laughs> full metal Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, as always, just thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Um, um, and Dave, until next week. <laughs>